Oh, yeah. You feel that? They're feeling something in the air. Well, let me tell you something, brother. I'm feeling the power. I am feeling the power of DK Shake and Bake Podcast, brother. Oh, yeah. I feel the power as well, brother. All the way into my core. I feel it. It feels like cream. You know what they say about cream. Cream rises to the top. Oh, yeah, brother. Well, let me tell you something. What you're going to do when DK Shake and Bake goes running wild on you? And with that being said, brother, welcome to DK's Shake and Bake Podcast. Oh, yeah. I can feel it. Let's get it going. To as the wrestling guru. <laughs> On, bro. Yo, yo, yo. I guess I will take that mental. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so today we're going to be talking about... Uh, wrestling i mean you know wwe uh you know AEW, you know just you know really talking about you know the condition of wrestling today uh some of our favorite wrestlers and generally just the attitude era of the late 90s early 2000s um so i guess we could really start right now with uh with brandon um who was your favorite wrestler growing up? I mean, you know, we know we know the answer, but you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, we definitely know the answer. But tell the people, brother. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Well, starting out watching wrestling, uh, my uh, my original favorite growing growing up you know I was into the the whole makeup scene so you know it was uh it was ultimate warrior however in the year of ah uh, shit I can't even remember the year of it uh believe it was uh 19 I want to say 1994 survivor series uh uh an awesome man in a long dark trench coat and a big top hat came out to uh, some gongs looking pretty deadly put uh put some nice choke slams and tombstone pile drivers on some mopos and uh called it a day uh his name is uh uh marcus calloway aka the phenom the undertaker <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right well, um, so if you could just shed a little light on uh, some of your favorite matches that uh, that he put on, and you know, and I mean, even even some of the foes that he had that uh, that you think set a good trend to go along with the uh, with the late '90s and uh, Attitude Era. Well, uh, uh man. <laughs> Oh man, where do we start? Where do we start? Where do we start with this guy? Uh, well, we can go. Uh, uh man. Or, or even, even how about this? How about this? How did you feel? <laughs> how did you feel uh, about the uh, the rivalry that him and Shawn Michaels put on? Well, that there, by far, 
one of the greatest rivalries I've ever seen. Uh, and, you know, uh, hearing, uh, hearing, uh, uh, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, both, both of their takes on how, uh, how that rivalry came to be and how it, uh, how it flourished and everything, uh, man, uh, that one, that, that rivalry right there probably, uh, was one that, that defined the Attitude Era, you know, we had, uh, the degenerate Shawn Michaels on one side, and then, uh, Undertaker, uh, and his, his, his real personality and how it clashed with Shawn Michaels behind the scenes and how they, you know, they started out not really liking each other too much because of Shawn Michaels and all the trouble he was getting in and it flourished into a a masterpiece. And, uh, you know, and the, the exclamation on it, you know, the hell, the very first hell in the cell match and, you of Kane, man. man, one of the one of the greatest, one of the greatest matches, and man, and that in that debut for Kane, man, like I, I don't, I don't think that there had ever been a like a better debut than when it than when it came to Kane, man. Like I, I think, I think, oh yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, there has he, never been another debut like it. I mean, yeah, he great- had the best introduction. Like you can look those those clips up on YouTube. His introduction was legendary. Well, man, and it's like you think about it, and it was like, you know, there were all these little teasers, and you know, oh yeah, you know, your brother, and you know, with Paul Bear, man, and that that dude was like one of the <laughs> best. <laughs> best- <laughs> I think, man, I I really think that that was one of like just one of the best, dude. Like, you see this freaking big ass dude coming out, freaking decked out in the red and black, same size as the Undertaker. Oh, I mean, almost the same size. Pyro everywhere. It was like, holy shit! Like, what what is going on here? And then, like, man, like just. That that was that was the epitome of wrestling, dude. And and like and it's it's just I was I was happy and I was really appreciative to be able to grow up in that era of wrestling, man. Like that was just Yeah, I agree with you, me too. Like it it was just just some of the like I mean, you know, like you look let's look back at like some of these personalities that they used to have, man, in the late nineties. You know, like man like the nation of domination like Farouk for like that was like I'm, I'm sorry man like and, and, you know and I, I might like you know everybody might not agree with me but was Farouk like not believable in that personality of the leader of the nation of domination oh man he was he he was un, he was un, uh, underrated slept on dude for sure very he had a phenomenal career and you know he did make it into the hall of fame however 
the, you know, being able to put his, you know, his own persona in, in, uh, in everything into that, to that character in the nation of domination, it, it, man. Yeah. You know, he, he, he brought it out, you know? Like, yeah. They were trying to do something with it and they accomplished it. Yeah. And it was, and it was believable. Hell yeah, no, and that 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 was like that was a big thing, man, and and I think I think that that's that's part of the problem with with wrestling t- as of today is a lot of, a lot of the gimmicks, man. Like I, I just I really don't feel like they hold that same authenticity that that they used to, man, in the Attitude Era. I mean, you know, like like The Rock, you know, this this suave fucking you know the douchebag fucking personality that you know like you know dude walks around with silk shirts and and slacks with the with the massive ass sideburns and and had this you know this this personality that it was like fuck i hate that guy but but i also (laughs) i also like him because because dude he was funny he held he had that charisma and I and I think I think that you know characters like that, man. Like I, I just don't think that they're there in this day and age, man. Oh, they also, you know, they also did put a uh, put a big old uh, PG stamp on. Well, it. yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, and um, almost uh, almost G rated, and you know, it, it, it puts a it puts a stop on a lot of these guys. You know, and and the, and, the, and the women, the women too. You know, like a lot of a lot of them have a hard time getting getting going because they don't, you know, and it it sucks, but they don't have what they have. They have it, but they don't have it like the guys had it back in the day. Yeah, definitely not. And I and I think I, I think I think that that's probably a part where like I'm a, I'm a little more out of touch with it as far as the wrestling because you know like I I I'll be I'll be 100% honest and, you know and I won't I won't sit here and act like I know I I won't sit here and act like I know about the ins and outs of the fucking business as of today but it, <laughs> it's, Go ahead, sorry it, no no you're good it, it's just one of those things man like I. I am, I guess, so to say, a, a purist of my wrestling, man. And like, you know, man, th- there will never. Th- I don't. I don't think with the direction that that the company has gone. I mean, well, I won't. I won't refer to any company in particular. But I mean, you know, it's it's just one of those things, man. Like, I just think that wrestling has has dwindled down so much as far as like. You know them, them, them trying to cater more so to the child aspect. Because I mean, like, look, man, like watching, watching Undertaker and Mankind in, in that match. Like, even as a kid, dude, I thought, I thought that was like that. That was some kayfabe for your ass, dude. Like, <laughs> but, <laughs> you would have thought, you would have thought that Undertaker and Mankind. We're, we're really we're, trying to kill each other, dude. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> who, who didn't watch that match and watch and watch him throw 
Mick Foley off of that cage. Yeah. Think, yo, man, like, mankind you know, might just die. <laughs> still to this day, that is one of the highest, uh, highest watched, highest watched matches on any any streaming service. Sweet. Oh, and I, I that match there and and uh and Shawn Mike the Shawn Michaels Undertaker Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Like that that yeah. was that was one of those what that was like Hell in a Cell, man. Like that was that was the match that you wanted to watch. No matter no matter who it was, no matter who it was that was fighting. Like yeah. you know, it, it was just that match in particular. Cause I think I think was it uh, Shane McMahon and uh, and The Rock that did a Hell in the Cell. Uh, yeah, I think so. Shane McMahon and The Rock, and I think uh, Shane McMahon and The Undertaker. Dude, like, I mean that that was even a good one. Shane McMahon and The Undertaker. Oh yeah, no, I I watched I watched that one, and 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 yo man, hats off to Shane McMahon. That like, bro, the the thing is. Is this, it's just like you gotta you gotta think about the background of Shaman Man. Like this dude did not have to wrestle. This dude probably never wanted for anything. Didn't need didn't need to do any of the shit that he did. But I think he did it solely based off of the fact that he wanted respect from that locker room, dude. And like just just think about all the matches that that dude's been in, and he's been in some rough ones. Yeah, I I I, I definitely give Shane McMahon his credit. Um, you know, he just he recently he he rubbed me the wrong way be, because uh, what you know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of controversy going on about him right now. Mm-hmm. Because of everything that he uh, he recently pulled at the Royal Rumble, um, there's a lot going on with uh, the locker room being upset with him. That and, and he he did earn the he did earn the locker room's respect back in the day, but he kind of he kind of wrecked it with the with the son he pulled at the Royal Rumble, trying to uh, supposedly the controversy going on is he uh, he was he was supposed to win the Royal Rumble match. Or uh, being in the final four, which he didn't deserve to be there, and you know, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I, I, you know, it's it's hearsay. You know, it's read on. You know, it's out there for the world to see. But you know, okay, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I, I, but however, yes, he does. Oh. He does get a hat tip for being an amazing. Being an amazing performer, yeah, no, like that, that dude. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know too much about about that whole situation. I mean, but I mean, it's kind of fucked up, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, I mean, as as far as far as as far as his accomplishments in the past, though, man, you know, like the match that him and Kurt Angle put on. Oh man, you know, uh, who was it? Uh, Steve Blackman, you remember when he fought him? Oh, yeah. dude, when he took that when he took that drop from the Titan Tron, that was you know there <laughs> there's only there's only two people that can pull that off amazing like that, 
Ooh. Well, yeah, him and Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yeah, like and that's that's that. I mean, like I guess I guess that's really just like my ultimate point is like that dude is he is he is a savage in his own right. Yeah, but uh, you know, uh, let's see. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, Dustin, what like staying in the golden era of um, of wrestling? Because you know that was the best era of wrestling, in you know the the late, you know the the earlier. So, who was your favorite wrestler? Oh man, I mean, you know, I th- I think Brand, I think Brandon knows. Oh <laughs> uh, well, well, tell I, the people who it is. is. Well, this is your podcast, sir. By all <laughs> means, tell your audience. Well, I mean, you know, Shawn, Shawn Michaels will always Shawn Michaels will always have a special place in my heart. Just you know, man, like, dude, because it was like, okay, well, let me let me fast, let me or let me rewind a little bit. So, Bret Hart was like, bro, he was the 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 captivator of like of my attention in the nineties, bro. <laughs> Bret Hart, man, like, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever best will, there ever will be. Man, and, it, <laughs> and dude, and it was like he—he he was a tactician, man. Like dude, there was nobody, there was nobody that was gonna out wrestle Bret Hart. In, oh, in, absolutely not in that era. And you know, like I said, man, he was—he was my guy, like for a very, for a very, very long time. And then it was, I started to lose my appreciation for Bret Hart when they, when they, when they forced him to take the 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 heel persona and <laughs> but and he I pulled it off though man well, yeah, no and he and he was hateable dude like he was mm-hmm. he, like there were there were people you know I mean dude you see kids in the crowd crying like yo <laughs> you you know you're good at your job when you got the kid. <laughs> and, and you know it, I I think that bothered me and that was kind of what what started to really draw me towards towards Shawn Michaels, and you know, I mean, I don't think anybody can forget that entrance, man. When 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 Shawn Michaels came gliding down, uh, oh, WrestleMania twelve, man. <laughs> anybody anybody that didn't watch that or didn't get didn't get an opportunity to see that dude coming down from the you know from the rooftop sliding down, it was like. Yo, man, this dude is legit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm start rocking with Shawn Michaels, man, and it was like, and then he was, he was like the one guy that Vince McMahon could not fuck with, and I, and I think, I think that that was that was another part of my appreciation for Shawn Michaels because anybody, any well, besides Stone Cold as well. Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, well, Stone Cold, you know that, you know, he, don't don't get me started, baby. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, nah, man, like I, I mean, because uh, like all the all the information that has that has started to come out just about like behind the curtain, just how Shawn Michaels was like the guy that if. If he wanted, if he wanted to do something, Vince McMahon had to abide by it. 
Like, mm. like it was like it was one of those things where, um, I think I think it was Kevin Nash, and he was like, "Yeah, man." He was like, "You know, Sean was like the only guy that could that could motherfuck Vince, and he had mm. to be okay with it." And and I think I think that that was that was a part of like you know the newfound respect that I started to have for Shawn Michaels but I mean you know in getting getting on the Stone Cold man oh (laughs) what what can we not say about Stone Cold Steve Austin Austin 316 son of a bitch (laughs) ever do the damn job (laughs) yeah Uh, Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass (laughs) (laughs) and hey uh, so on that 316 so uh, obviously you know I still stay quite up to date on WWE stuff not so much AEW yet I'm getting there yeah Uh, but uh, yeah I uh uh, I do uh, have to say something about the 316 quote. Uh, I was watching the the most recent podcast for Stone Cold. Yeah, I watch it. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, he had he just recently had Becky Lynch on there, and Becky Lynch brought it up in conversation. He he only says that one quote one time ever throughout his career well shit it lived with him <laughs> and yeah yeah you know he he uses you know he you know he used 316 a lot but he used that all the time like that was his thing if your clock says 316 you better believe it's coming but Austin 316, he only says that one time. And it was that one quote. Really? Mm-hmm. I would have never guessed that, dude. I'd have never guessed that too, because I mean that's part of his whole I mean, people bring yeah. out that on shirts and signs, and everything. <laughs> Every time he wrestles, that you see Austin 316 everywhere. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he was dead he was definitely one of my favorites i think Man. one of my favorite my, my yeah. favorite my 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 two favorite my very first favorite of course um i was a hulk hogan and macho man randy savage fan just their the way they came off they were big they were strong they had like that over the top personality but it was just so freaking funny and cool when you were a kid looking at both of those dudes and Hulkamania, I mean, dude, like him ripping his shirts. Off. I don't know how many times as kids we saw that and we tried to rip our shirts off as well. I'm telling you. I you mean, know, how many times did we you... know? Yeah. He cut it a little bit at the time. Yeah, but it's like he was <laughs> such a big hulking figure. You honestly, as a kid, were like, yo, he's ripping. He can rip anything. Like, he, this guy is strong. And, and when, right. you know, the Andre the Giant matches and he's lifting him, it's like, dude. Uh-huh. That is just crazy. Um, 
so those were my two favorites like growing up but then my the one guy that that i can honestly say is my favorite wrestler of all time besides the rock is um the um um Goldberg. Goldberg was my favorite wrestler, hands down, of all time. Every time we were play fighting, every time we had there was a game out or anything, I had to play with 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 Goldberg. His move set to me was like devastating. You get that spear, and then you get that 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 um. What, what was Hammer. the? Uh, the jackhammer, <laughs> yo. The jackhammer looked like he could slam you through the, yo. Through the earth. Yo, <laughs> it, it it used to look like it hurt. <laughs> yeah, man. And he was like powerful. Like literally, he was going in in thirteen seconds and whooping people's ass, slamming them, and then like he's getting hit and he's shaking it off. And you're like, oh wow, no other wrestler's doing that. He's shaking it off, slamming people and giving them that that devastating spear. You're like, yo, yo, and, and then the jackknife with that, oh, dude, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, and, and there's been like iconic like spears throughout the entire like WWE history and everything. And but you know, to me, he had the best spear. In my eyes, like there was nobody else that had a better spear and oh, moveset. He was like, the, it was like watching the Hulk wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> no, without question, bro. Like that, and that, that, that was a thing. There were there were so many there were so many other different wrestlers that you know that tried to try to embrace the spear. Nobody was giving it like Goldberg, dude. No, yeah, no. at all. No, it, 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 and and he was like Goldberg, like in his prime, dude. He was massive. Yeah, like, like dude, his traps. Like mm-hmm. I, I just, I, that was one thing that I always remembered about Goldberg, dude. Like they they would show him standing in the ring. I'm like, look at his neck, <laughs> <laughs> dude. It was like, what the like this dude is massive, man. Like. Yeah, I, 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 I always, I always remember like that was like one of just one of those distinguishable traits about his physique, dude, was his traps. Like he was a massive dude, monster. Yeah, yep, Absolutely. monster guy, and he was, and he will definitely be one of those characters, one of those people in WWE history that was like a lot of people's favorites in that era. Yep. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, and, uh, now, you know, rest- we got Now, let's not forget though, he was not originally a WWE guy. Well, WCW. Yeah, he was WCW. Right. You know, right. Back during the Monday Night Wars. Man, yo, yo, but tell tell me you remember the era of of Degeneration X and how many people got in trouble growing up telling somebody to suck it. <laughs> Yo, we gotta talk about that, dude. Because oh, that uh, era was dope, and we yeah. a lot of people got in trouble for telling somebody yeah, to suck. I mean, literally, bro, that was that was prime time. That was prime time attitude era right there, baby. Gimmick, Man. And, the and, best and, gimmick and, ever, dude. And it was like the rivalry between Degeneration X and the and the uh, 
what what did they used to call themselves, Brandon? Bret Hart and Owen uh, Hart. The Hart Foundation. The Hart Foundation. Man, watching them, watching them <laughs> go back and forth, dude. Oh my mm. God. That was some yeah. that that was that was high quality. Shawn Michaels being an asshole and sticking the Canadian flag up his nose. Man. <laughs> <laughs> trying to wipe his ass with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude, man. Oh. And we're forgetting to give somebody else their credit in that group. Triple H. Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. Game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Dude, yo. Him and Shawn Michaels by far. I didn't appreciate, I did like, I have a newfound appreciation for Triple H that I that I didn't have a lot when I was younger. Like, I, like, dude, when he went heel, he went like, he went full oh. heel. And I Asshole. Dude, and I could not stand him when he was a heel, bro. I was like, man, like this this guy like, it, why why are you so good at this? And it right? was like and, and he used to drive me crazy, man. Like I was like, dude, every time every time I was thinking that he was about to get his ass kicked, somebody coming out rick <laughs> Evolution man with with Randy Orton and Batista and Ric Flair man like I was oh dude I I I did not enjoy that era of wrestling because it was like dude every time like, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking Scott Steiner's gonna kick his ass and then lo and behold here comes Ric Flair with his <laughs> silver haired ass and <laughs> <laughs> somebody give us the low blow or the or the eye rake to the face. I was like, I can't stand, I cannot stand this dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I mean, you gotta have, you gotta have, you gotta have respect for the Nature Boy too, though. I, you know, Absolutely. I, 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 you know, I love him now. I didn't like him back then. <laughs> you talk, I think, you talk. I think all of us are like, well, except for Brandon. I think we all were like that because I was like, man, get this guy out of here. <laughs> yeah. Man. Man. Like, Bro, you about 80 years old still wrestling, man. Get your yeah. ass out of the ring. I was like, Grandpa, go get out of here. <laughs> Used to man. love watching hey. Ric Flair, man. Hey, him cutting the <laughs> promos, though, man. Didn't did nobody cut a better promo than Ric Flair. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Dropping elbows and knees, taking his jacket off, taking his <laughs> shoes off. <laughs> Next thing you know, here comes his watch. Yeah. $40,000 Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lim- man. Limousine riding, jet, jet flying. Jet <laughs> stealing, wheeling, dealing, son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh man! And then we oh, talking about his. Oh, I got a tough time holding these alligator shoes down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, and, uh, okay, so how about one of the? How about some like devastating moves in WWE? And how about the fact that everybody has these 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 stories about when you were kids and everything, and you play and you play fighted and everything like that. How about the fact of we're all, you know, to the listeners, we're all family and everything like that. 
So, you know, we're, we, you know, we're, we're brothers. And uh, we used to wrestle as kids growing up. Normally, it would be in, like, my mom's garage. We put all the pillows <laughs> down, all the blankets down, and we would have wrestling matches in the in the garage. Sparkless bottles would be upside people's heads and, you know, <laughs> freaking chairs that were there. We I don't know how many times, like, people got slammed into, like, pillows, but... Oh my God! Let me tell you the move that I did not like the most, and it was our it was our uh, our brother Corey that that you know I would get done slamming one of our cousins. I don't know which one it was, and it seemed like his favorite move was sweet chin music, <laughs> and he used to catch me every damn time I'm turning around or something, just like in the wrestling matches. It's like he would wait for me to do something, and then as soon as I'm turning around. Here it comes. Here it comes. Ow. The freaking sweet chin music and knock me on my ass. It's like Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, and man, and, and you know, gotta give this credit where the credit is due. Boy, <laughs> did he ever execute that shit to perfection. Yeah, dude, how many people, people did he sweet chin, man? Out of nowhere. Growing up, dude. Dude, he used to do that shit no matter what. And then it's like, it's like, it's not even fair because you don't even see it coming. Uh, it was like Shawn Michaels was really there. <laughs> hey, but how about the fact when Brandon used to when Brandon this you know the guy over here Brandon used to wrestle he used to always be Undertaker, always Undertaker, and he would never let you win. Undertaker <laughs> had to win every single match. Well, we didn't slam Brandon. So many times and tried to pin him, he would never let us win. <laughs> Dude, Undertaker never... doesn't lose. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's what he would say every time. Every, Undertaker every time never he, loses. He gets knocked down, he gets right back up. <laughs> Brandon had a custom little jacket and he had the hat and everything. Brandon, Brandon is a true I WWE fan. He I definitely had one of the best little arsenals and he would rest. And when we used to wrestle, if we even played with like toys or anything, Brandon had to be the, the, the uh, undertaker. Brandon had the music, everything all <laughs> dialed up. Hey, hey, you remember, you remember when that, when that fool had the, uh, the cassette tape? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, Brandon had it queued up and we used to be like, where's our music at? <laughs> and Brandon had to make an entrance too, just like The Undertaker. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh man. We had to have the lights, the smoke, everything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we had to have the real WWE uh, Monday Night Raw going up in our crib. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then how about the fact that every time you turn around, somebody's trying to, uh, when we were growing up, like play fighting, somebody always had to get somebody while they were like not looking or maybe looking a little bit. 
and hit him with, with the Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> the, the, the hit him with the stunner. I swear to God, that move was like, hey. yo, you know yeah. what? I forgot. I forgot about this. Well, not really, but you know, dude, tell me there was never a move. Like, I mean, of course, they're all kind of like the same, but tell me you didn't have that much of appreciation for the diamond cutter. Like, oh, the Diamond Dallas Page was dope. Man. <laughs> the Diamond Cutter was... Oh, another, man. It's me. It's me. It's DDP. Oh, yo. This is a Diamond Cutter. It's the Diamond Cutter. Yo. That's another one that doesn't get a lot of appreciation, man, because... Man, <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page, but he that that was a that guy underrated as well. Another his music wrestler. was his music was dope. That Nirvana, yeah. that friggin', and then his like put the diamond up, and then the fireworks would come and mm-hmm. blow that shit up. It's like oh yeah, man, like he, yep. dude, you know how old he was when he started wrestling? Yeah, he was in his late thirties, dude. Yeah, and, and he still he still managed to stay in such good shape throughout throughout yeah. the duration of, of, of his of his wrestling career. Like, yo, man, like I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought him up, dude. Because like, he, I I had a newfound respect for him when I like when I started hearing that. I was like, damn. He was like, yeah. He was like, I was about 35 to 36 years old when I really first like started investing my time in the, <clears throat> and dude and, and it wasn't anything that he even needed to do like he was like managing a managing a successful bar and like you know doing doing his own thing and it was like you know to take on wrestling you know at such a such a late age like that's crazy yeah that yeah pretty awesome and uh man and uh, on that on that diamond cutter man you know uh some the someone that executes that to perfection now Randy Orton man I that, like Randy that, Orton's uh his his his, uh, his, his RKO uh, RKO which man. aka is the diamond cutter <laughs> yeah, you know, I like the that, I like the diamond cutter better. <laughs> I like the name well, of it better. Uh, oh yeah, well, man, of course. I mean the, the the diamond cutter. That I mean, who? Oh man, who who can like who cannot who can forget the diamond cutter, dude? Yo, mm-hmm. we also have to show love and pay homage to Ultimate Warrior. Was <laughs> oh, yeah. that not the coolest? Growing up, yeah, bro, man, and and, and just and juiced to the gills, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> it was like looking at like that dude from freaking Street Fighter. Uh, what, uh, what's the green dude's name? Um, uh, Blanca. Blanca. Yeah. It's like watching a human Blanca, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's the same size and everything, man. Yeah. But you know what, though? Oh, go ahead, man. Oh no! I was just gonna say, and, and and he was another good good promo cutter, dude. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yup. Talking uh, talking about the uh, oh man, what what does he used to say? 
Oh, dang. Oh, I can't. I can't even think of it. Uh, but uh, you know, when when he first started out in wrestling, man, uh, he was he was actually tag teamed with Sting when uh, when they got. Oh, that's another one. Business. Yeah. And yes. There's another one. Homage. There's another one. Sting, the iconic. Icon. The icon. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, yeah. yeah, with that fucking baseball bat, yo. <laughs> and see, well, and, and and see, and I was gonna say, you know, I I know that there, I know there's a lot of a lot of old school Sting fans that liked him before he went to the black and white. Mm-hmm. But I liked him right I liked here. Him. I liked him in the in the black and white era. Like I, I did yeah. too. I, I did too. I didn't really care for him too much when he was vocal and loud, and you know, and he, even when he even when he made his comebacks, dude. Like I, I man, just be be that guy. Be that guy in the black and white that you know sat up in the rafters and overlooked and- everything. Man, like that. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, man, like that was cool. That was the sting. That was the sting that I liked. I, I didn't like. I didn't like when, you know, he he started to try to reestablish his voice after so many years. Mm. It just yeah. it it just didn't fit him anymore. Yeah, I mean, at yeah. least at least in my opinion, that's my opinion. Well, I mean. It, you know, like the, but I mean, <laughs> me, see, like I, I grew up in that era and like, I, you know, I seen, I seen him when like, not when he first broke out into the business with, uh, with the ultimate warrior, but you know, when he first got it, when he first got into, uh, when WCW, the, and his first match with that, or, uh, Actually, I don't even think it was WCW yet, but his first match with uh, his very first match with Ric Flair, it was an hour-long match. Best match I've one of the best matches you will ever see in your life, and it's a, it's out it's out there for you to watch. But uh, but uh, you know, I, I grew up I grew up like you know that was my first match watching Sting, and. Uh, Right. And you know, getting to see that that era, and you know, seeing him talk and stuff like that. I mean, it was cool then. But and, yeah. But when he did jump into the the black and white scene, that era by far is the coolest era for Sting. It was. Indeed. It was awesome. It was awesome. Indeed. I think uh, another thing that's forgotten. Well, not forgotten, but it's like pushed aside. If you're a wrestling fan, or you even at least watch wrestling, we gotta say something about the movie Ready to Rumble because that movie was great, <laughs> dude. Uh, yeah. yeah, I liked that movie. It, dude, it was I liked great. it too. I thought it was, it was cool. Awesome. It was. It was definitely a badass fan. Dude, you gotta do Jimmy King's. Uh, you gotta do Jimmy King's uh, intro, like his his theme song, dude. <laughs> uh, you talking about the Jimmy King? Yeah. Best 
Jimmy King <laughs> is the best wrestler. He's the best. <laughs> best wrestler. All of the other wrestlers. <laughs> Dude, I will. <laughs> I will rule you. <laughs> God, that's so funny, man. Uh, that movie is awesome, though. I, yeah. I, I gotta agree. You know, it, it, it kudos, kudos to Oliver Platt in that movie. Yo, he was cool. Jimmy King was cool. <laughs> Jimmy King was cool, baby. Uh, and it had, like, all the wrestlers in there that were, like, the biggest at the time. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dude, yeah, because, yeah, Goldberg... Yeah. DDP. Sting. Uh, yeah. Oh, Yo, hey. Psycho hey. Sid. Dude, and, and that, that's, that's another one. I'm glad you brought him up. Yo, man. <laughs> Booker T was the most slept on WCW champion of all time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was. The yes, he was. Five times. Five times. Five times. Five times. <laughs> Did I hit five? I, I lost count. <laughs> I, I hope I hit five. <laughs> well, uh, I definitely think we should do a part two, guys. What do you think? Yeah, hey, definitely. I'll, I'll be we down should. to do a part two with you guys. You know, we'll do. Cool. We'll. Yeah, we'll do a part two, and you know we'll cut some more wrestlers in there, and maybe talk about some other talking points. But um, well, that's all for now. This is DK Shake and Bake. I'm Keenan with my co-host Dustin and special guest Brandon Turner, and we'll see you guys on the next one. All right, take it easy, guys. Thanks right. for having me. <laughs> all right, man.